0: Tension over the Iranian nuclear program dates back decades.
1: Correspondent Joseph Browdy gives us a quick refresher course on how the United States and the rest of the world got to this point. The United States and the Islamic Republic of Iran have been at loggerheads since 1979, when Iranian revolutionaries held 59 Americans hostage for 444 days. Since that time, successive U.S. presidents have been aware that Iran was pursuing a program to develop nuclear power and probably nuclear weapons. After September 11, 2001, Iran's nuclear aspirations took on added urgency for the administration of President George W. Bush. States like these
2: and their terrorist allies constitute an axis of evil arming to threaten the peace of the world by seeking weapons of mass destruction. These regimes pose a grave and growing danger.
1: European leaders, meanwhile, had similar concerns about Iran. But they were also deeply engaged with Iran commercially and reluctant to press Iran too hard. In August 2002, however, attitudes changed sharply, with the discovery that Iran was building two underground facilities for use in a possible nuclear weapons program in the outskirts of Natanz and Iraq. Juan Zaradi was a deputy assistant to the president and deputy national security advisor for combating terrorism during the George W. Bush administration.
2: I think the 2002 revelation at Natanz, as well as the later revelation of the Combe secret facility under the Obama administration, really key load stars for the international community, and leading to a conclusion that the Iranians were likely marching toward a nuclear weapons capability.
1: But the West was granted a reprieve in 2003, shortly after American forces entered Iraq, when the Iranian government temporarily halted its nuclear program.
3: Well, this was an army that in eight and a half years they couldn't defeat. In three weeks, we defeated it, and they suddenly thought they were next.
1: Ambassador Dennis Ross served in high-level positions in the administrations of Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Barack Obama.
3: And at that point, they suddenly made a decision both to suspend enrichment, and they also acquiesced in what I believe was an interesting proposal, which unfortunately wasn't tested. And it was a proposal that would have uh, offered a kind of comprehensive set of discussions, not only on the nuclear issue, but also issues of support for Hezbollah were put on the table. One doesn't know, again, how real this was. It's always better in a situation like that to test to see if it's real. If it's not real, you expose that it's not real. And if it is real, you're ahead of the game.
1: But the Bush administration had other concerns with respect to Iran at the time.
3: I can say with
1: certainty that the Quds
2: Force, a part of the Iranian government, has provided
1: these uh, sophisticated IEDs that have harmed our troops.
0: We saw uh, Iran as a pernicious force in Iraq.
1: Nicholas Burns served as an undersecretary of state during the George W. Bush administration.
0: We know that the Iranians supported some of the Shia militant groups who attacked our soldiers with improvised explosive devices. We know that Iran had a very unhelpful influence in our goal, which was to unite the Shia and Sunni and Kurd communities to work together.
1: The Bush administration moved to aggressively combat Iranian financing for terrorism and the nuclear program by pressuring the international community to join it in isolating Iran. Wanzerati oversaw much of this global effort.
2: What we did was to establish a very aggressive use of targeted financial sanctions that put the entire world on notice that financial facilitators of terrorism, of whatever stripe, uh, would be liable to U.S. sanctions and exclusion from the U.S. market and, by effect, the international financial system.
1: But many of Iran's key trading partners did not join the U.S. in the clampdown and the United Nations Security Council's first set of sanctions against Iran in 2006 did not have serious consequences.
0: And so those sanctions were important as symbolic efforts expressing the will of the United Nations that Iran should not become a nuclear power, but they did not have sanctions with teeth.
3: We have worked with uh, particularly the Russians, the Chinese, and the three European countries to try to forge a coalition of states that will carry the international banner against uh, allowing Iran to to have a nuclear weapon.
1: In 2005, Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice created the first Iran desk at the State Department, Nicholas Burns.
0: I was given the Iran portfolio and the challenge of working on Iran uh, from Secretary Rice, so the big effort, was to join the Europeans in thinking through uh, how we would negotiate, hopefully peacefully, uh, with the Iranians on the nuclear issue.
1: Working together with its European allies, the US facilitated the passage of a string of tougher UN Security Council resolutions between 2007 and 2008. The administration also committed to joining Europe in an effort to negotiate with Iran but found it challenging to persuade its allies that the diplomatic initiative was wholehearted. Dennis Ross.
3: The Bush administration, towards the end, in the summer of 2008, agreed to take part in the direct discussions with the Iranians. The approach, I think, was seen generally by others as being a grudging approach to engagement.
2: Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help you God? So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President.
1: The new administration of President Barack Obama began in January 2009. As a U.S. senator and a presidential candidate, he had spoken out about the threat an Iranian nuclear program posed to the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. Dennis Ross became the leading point man on Iran.
3: So if an important priority for him was to be strengthening the nonproliferation regime, reducing nuclear arsenals, the last thing that uh, would contribute to those kinds of objectives was Iran becoming a nuclear weapon state.
1: But even as he spoke out against Iran's nuclear ambitions, Obama renewed hopes in Europe that the United States would more aggressively pursue the diplomatic approach. On the occasion of the Iranian New Year, Nowruz, the President sent a public message to Iran's leadership. I would like to speak directly to the people and leaders of the Islamic Republic of Iran. Nowruz is just one part of your great and celebrated culture. Over many centuries, your art, your music, literature, and innovation have made the world a better and more beautiful place.
3: We know that you are a great civilization, and your accomplishments have earned the respect of the United States and the world, the no ruse message that was sent by the president was not only one that was unmistakably characterized at outreach, but it also specifically referred to the Islamic Republic, which was which was a way which was a conscious decision. To to make it clear, look, we're about uh, changing the regime's behavior that's unacceptable, we're not about changing the regime. But
1: only a few months later, the Iranian population made their voices heard in a manner unexpected.
3: Very good evening. Our top story live at five tensions in Tehran. More than 100,000 opposition supporters have taken to the streets of the Iranian capital as anger grows over the country's election result. They were warned not to rally, but still defied the president, gathering to see the man he defeated.
2: The emergence of the Green Movement was such an important moment in the history of Iran and such a lost strategic opportunity for the United States to help leverage that movement and to shape it uh, as a way to affect the internal dynamics and decision-making of the regime.
1: But Dennis Ross feels that the president's response was well calibrated.
3: We were getting mixed messages from the Green Movement. There were messages we were getting from some on the inside wanting us not to raise our profile. There were others on the outside who were associated with the Green Movement who felt it was important for us to be much more outspoken and the mixed messages I think led to a somewhat more cautious approach in terms of what our posture should be.
1: Though the Iranian government managed to suppress its domestic opponents, it faced heightened international pressure a few months later after leaders of France, the U.K., and the U.S. revealed that Iran had been constructing another secret uranium enrichment facility near the holy city of Qom. America, the United Kingdom, and France are at one. Iran's nuclear program is the most urgent proliferation challenge that the world faces today. The level of deception by the Iranian government will shock and anger the whole international community. The revelation made it easier for the U.S. and Europe to come together in imposing tighter sanctions on Iran. Meanwhile, the Arab world became more vocal about their objection to a nuclear-armed Iran.
3: In the case of Saudi Arabia, after the Europeans declare that they're going to boycott the purchase of Iranian oil, uh, the Saudis came out immediately and said that they would fill in the gap. Whatever it is that the Europeans were buying from the Iranians, they would provide in its place.
1: Israel, for its part, added to the pressure. In May 2011, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu spoke to a joint meeting of Congress. If history has taught the Jewish people anything, It is that we must take calls for our destruction seriously. We are a nation that rose from the ashes of the Holocaust. When we say never again, we mean never again. Now, multilateral nuclear talks with Iran are resuming amid the most severe international sanctions ever to be imposed on the country. Juan Zarati.
2: There are elements of the Iranian regime... And in particular, those tied to the Supreme Leader and the old guard, and in particular the Revolutionary Guard, who have in their mind a long-standing conflict with the United States, uh, the very essence of the revolution relying on a conflict with the United States. And so, in many ways, with some of those hardliners, the notion that they have a as a principal goal rapprochement with Washington is also a faulty view, because... In many ways, the key leadership and the core old leadership of Iran thrives and uh, demands conflict uh, with the United States.
1: Nicholas Burns.
0: I think it's very clear that Iran is beginning to respond to a combination of sanctions that are both economic and financial. And I believe that sanctions are an important vehicle, perhaps, to convince the Iranian government that it is much more in their interest to negotiate and hopefully to find a way towards peace than it is to see Iran become significantly isolated from the rest of the world. Combined with diplomacy, this is a necessary step before we can
3: consider the use of military force.
1: Dennis Ross.
3: This is one of these profoundly difficult problems. The gaps between us are real. I still feel that if the idea is they'll look for a way out, you know, one of the lessons of diplomacy writ large is that when those who you're dealing with look for a way out always a good idea to ensure that you give them a pathway.
1: For America Abroad, I'm Joseph Browdy. Coming up,
0: we examine options for dealing with Iran's nuclear aspirations. I'm Catherine
3: Lanfer, and you're listening to Iran and the Bomb on America Abroad.